Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hi, My name is Mark, and as usual, I'm joined by Miles, that voice. Hello. Hey, it's great It's great to um, talk to you. Yep, and we're also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Uh, and the three of us do this podcast that is supposed to be about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but we watched all of the anime, and we don't want to read and talk about the manga. Maybe one day. Wink. That wink means not really. Uh, and so these days we're watching other anime that have been recommended to us, have been sponsored by our Patreon supporters, or we just felt like watching. And this week we are watching episodes 10 and 11 of Paranoia Agent, because this was a Patreon pick and we decided to keep watching it. Uh, and since there's only four episodes left, we said, fuck it, let's do two now and two next time. Um, How's that for bang for your buck right there? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's fortunate that we were like, we don't have that many Patreon picks. Let's slow down and continue some shows. And I mean, it's Satoshi Kon. You, you, there's not, you don't have to watch a ton to complete the Satoshi Kon catalog. You know what I mean? If someone's like, watch every Miyazaki, it's like, you got to really take some time out. True. I think, I think I've watched almost every Miyazaki though. That's bullshit. <laughs> Have you seen oh, okay. The Wind Rises? No. Have you seen, what is it, Franny and Zoe? What is it? That sounds like... I think that's a, a Salinger book. Um, is that about cats? It sounds like it's about cats. I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, no, or what's what's that Miyazaki one? That's this Arietti. Did you see Arietti? I think so. Did you see Cagliostro? Yes. Huh. Did we you didn't see Nausicaa? Watch that f- for this? No. No, I haven't seen Nausicaa. I want to see Nausicaa. Oh, you're so dumb. Hope you, <laughs> hope you like bugs. Pervert. Uh, I don't. Well, you're going to you're going to be like, I don't know why anyone cared. Hmm. When you watch it. Uh, yeah, so we watched episode 10 of Paranoid Agents called Melo Marami. 11 is called No Entry, but we'll get there because before we delve further into the Satoshi Kon TV show, we need to first take a look at our paranoia mailmen. Huh? No, we need to check our emails. Uh, We're going to check the inbox for Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. It's a long address, but it works. It fits. And I think it's just one email this week. It is from Chad. And the subject line here, Miles, why don't you read? Okay. The subject line here is, if the actual threat of Little Slugger is real, is it still paranoia to worry about it happening to you? Aloha, JJB Padohana. Sorry I didn't get a chance to write in the past few weeks, but here's a pair of additional voice connections I found for Paranoia Agent. Zebra, the younger male member of the Let's Unalive Ourselves Club from Episode 8, is voiced by Yasunori Matsumoto, who also voiced the Part 3 TV version of Living Sword Stand Anubis. Mieko Kamohara, the younger woman from Episode 9 that sucks at gossiping, is voiced by Mamiko Noto, who also voiced Part 4 Lady Jobro Yukako Yamagishi. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Since Valentine's Day just passed, if you were single... Who is a JoJo character that you'd be flattered to receive a Valentine from? Hmm. I think Mariah from Egypt. With all the electricity. Hmm. I was going to say the ghost girl from Mordio, but I think she's a child. No, she's old by now. (laughs) Do you think? No, if you die as a teen, you're always a teen. Yeah, but do you think it's unethical to date a teen ghost even if she's hundreds of years old? I guess I'd have to talk to her. I'd be like, if you seem wise beyond your mortal years, then okay. (laughs) Okay. An older teen. What the fuck? (laughs) I feel like like the only correct answer is Jotaro, because he kind of seems like he hates everyone, and so I would be very yes. flattered mm. to get a Valentine from him. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, to be flattered, like you, I don't know. It has to be somebody who like they don't really like that many people, like at all, like even as a friend, like 
<laughs> and I feel like that's Jotaro. He just wants to like, or Kira, though maybe you don't want a Valentine. No, you Kira. don't want that. It would explode. <laughs> but he just wants to be alone, you know? Just wants to live Just wants to be left alone. Yeah, Jotaro would be the ultimate Tsundere character, but yeah. I don't think he's really Dede at all. I think he's just cold. Jotaro is a good one. Hmm. Did you say Miles? I'm trying to think of what's who else I would be happy to get something from or flattered. Maybe a weather report, you know, oh. there's no memory and maybe I could jog it for him. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Someone posted Satoshi Kon's thoughts about one of these episodes and they're insanely long. About one of, oh, the episodes that we're watching. Okay. Sorry, for some reason I was thinking JoJo's. Like, no, 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 we're not watching any JoJo's. But it would be yep. cool to hear Satoshi Kon's thoughts on JoJo's episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we we only know that he's worked on he worked on the on the original OVA, um, mm. and I think he was alive for the beginning of the JoJo anime, mm. but then he died. Chad, thanks, thanks for that uh, voice actor connections. Voice voice connections which feels like a product, maybe, or like a section of a newspaper. I don't know. And for your conversation prompt, again, you too can be part of the podcast simply by writing an email to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, folks, we have a Patreon. If you don't know what to say or what to write to us, you can just give us a few dollars a month. It's easy patreon.com slash jjbpod you get access to the patreon feed which includes occasionally cut audio from the main podcast feed any other writings or multimedia projects we feel like putting up there which you know it's not a very common thing uh but if you pledge at the three dollar level you will get a heartfelt thank you from us on the podcast which will happen in just a second the patreon is also where you can give us just one time $15, and we will watch three episodes of an anime of your choosing, and we'll give you our thoughts on that anime as a whole, despite only having watched three episodes. So, you know, you want to hear our thoughts on uh, Detective Conan? We're only going to watch an hour of it, about. And you just have to hold that if we don't like it. We don't care about it. But if we do like it, we might watch it to completion, like we're doing with this show. I don't. I think Detective Conan is a lot of episodes. Oh, it wasn't the really long one I was thinking of. Let me see here. How many episodes? Oh, a thousand. Okay, over a thousand. So, yeah. People argue it. Forty-five percent of it is filler. Whew. So that would be like, um, that would be about. Six and a half years of of JoJo's Bizarre Podcast episodes. Is that a real math you just did? I don't think it is. It's a, I did a thousand years. Uh-huh. Divided by... Uh, a thousand episodes divided uh-huh. by three, because we cover three. Uh-huh. And then I divided that by 52 weeks. Okay. In a year. Yeah, I and guess I so. Six and a half. If we never took breaks or anything, yeah. If we never watched anything else, yeah, we'd we'd get through it in six years. Every episode after the first like two, we would just be like, and then he fucking does a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? He's a boy. He's not a boy. Doesn't matter. Well, I want to tune in. All right, let's let's thank some. Did I say anything else about that thing? Let's thank him. No. Let's let's thank. <laughs> Our help, our, let's thank our $3 and up patrons now. Okay. So thank you, Gen X Anime Dad. And Chad. Colin. Clit Rocket. Shun Goon. Hentai Homie. I love JoJo Uwu. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Drumbo. Katie. Blue. Aura. Kenny. Mirror Man. The stand user formerly known as Austin. Tim. 
Martin. Aquosus. Christian. And Chad. 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 Woo! Great job, everybody. Chaddy. Thank you. I think we did dynamic, obnoxious voices, but we didn't clip, so I'm happy. We'll see. We'll see in the edit. Yeah. Patreon.com. Did I say that weird? My my voice thought I said that weird. Try try doing it like like um like you're just opening the door and your kids are greeting you. You want me to talk to say Patreon, etc. Like my kids are greeting me? Yeah, like you're just getting home from a long day of work. You're tired, but you're so happy to see your kids. Okay. Patreon.com slash JJBpod. Perfect. Okay. Help us out. If you've listened to more than 15 minutes of this podcast, you owe us $1. You don't. Don't believe that. Uh, okay. Where do we leave off in Paranoia Agent? With <laughs> Where did we leave off? Miles, that is not what Japanese sounds like. Oh, man. Let me make sure I'm prepared and get my notes out. Was it the stories one? With the, well, I heard, well, I heard. Uh, oh, yeah. That would have been, no, that was, I think there was one more after that. With the, oh, when the guys get fired, right? The, the, the baseball bat boy kills the other, the fake bat boy kid. That's That was the last episode we saw. Oh, before. it was? Okay. Yes. No, I think Mark is right. It was ETC was episode nine. Yes, yeah, it's true. And now we're on episode 10, but I which think, is Mellow Maromi. Yes, it is the side stories one was the previous episode, but in the linear oh, story, you're, no, in the linear story, you're right. The guys get fired. Oh, I thought it. I thought we saw two kind of side story E ones, and then the last one we saw was the main story one, but I guess not. Okay. No, it's the opposite. It was the main story on okay. seven, and then eight and nine were to the side. Okay. And we're still kind of off to the side. Yeah. So we only watched two episodes this week. We saw 10 and 11. And the first one, what happens in this one? We kind of get like a behind the scenes of making an anime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an anime that's not the one we're watching. Uh, it's an anime within an anime. It's the one, it's uh, based on the character that the... Uh, first victim of the Bat Boy person, her character, which I don't remember the name. It's like a little pink dog or something. Oh, oh, the the pink dog. That's Maromi. Okay, well, that's the well, yeah, but but also the artist. So it's a basic. It's that anime, and we get to see the voice actors. And then for every like person that works on an anime, like the production coordinator and the producer and the like, I don't know the all the different people the episode director like all the different people that work there they get their little title screen and they get a little intro uh yeah and it's read by maromi the little mascot dog yeah. and it, it like tells it's like the production coordinator does x y and z and they you know and then it might tell us something funny about the person who has the job um so based on this show who would you want to be uh i'd be the guy that fucks everything up probably I want to be the producer. The guy who fucks everything up, his job is like scheduling, right? He's the coordinator. He's the production coordinator. So his job, yeah, it's scheduling and kind of like getting everything together. Uh, The the titles in Japan are confusing to me because... Making sure all the stuff, Mm -hmm. like they have all the whatever they need, that everybody, like everything is there that they need and every all the right people are there and but he's pretty much a gopher to them i think he's just like a go-between like yeah. give this to that person remind this person of that well like coordinator roles are always like a kind of lower uh, job like you're kind of like the glue between everything else so you do a lot of miscellaneous tasks but the stuff that you do is important you know because if you're not doing it then like nothing happens you know like you might not be talent or like the creative vision or like the money guy but you're the one making like like all the different it's glue work you're you're getting all the all the things you're making it happen you know yeah the titles over there are so confusing because they're slightly different from america mm-hmm. and even then like tv industry is a little bit different from movie industry like in the u.s yeah. movie industry showrunner doesn't mean anything uh 
And even then, in any of these industries, sometimes it's confusing to think about, um, yeah, production management versus line producer versus executive producer versus whatever the fuck. Uh, so what I'm saying is, you're, I think you're right about coordination, that that seems like a consistent term here for what this person's job was supposed to be. But for everything else, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it'd be fun to direct an episode. Does that person need to have talent? Or do they just have thoughts? I'd be someone who has thoughts <laughs> and feelings about the yeah. episodes. Just kind of review it as it happens. Or a voice actor who only gives one take. Uh, I would do it like, uh, who was that actor? Who played, he played Patton, George, George, uh, George C. Scott. That when later in his career, he was like, look, I'm going to give you one take. You can ask for a second take, but it's going to be exactly the same as the first one. If you want a third take, we need to have a conversation about why. <laughs> I was like, that guy's awesome. I, I wish I could just get to that level instantly. <laughs> me too. Wow. Of course, me though, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd finish the take and be like, that sucked. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm so sorry. No, but you got to be so good that like you're, you're, it's perfect in the first take. And then all the crew would love you because you'd just be like, we're done. It's over. Yeah. Bam. Uh, so what happens? Okay, so it starts out, we're actually watching the anime within the anime and then it kind of zooms out and becomes a storyboard. Yes. And, and we can see the animation is unfinished and I think yeah. that that like they're in the dubbing sessions, it's, but they're like, I think they, they express discomfort with like they're not able to dub it very accurately it's also related to baseball it's the it's the me what's the character miami maromi is maromi, the dog yeah. Ma- maromi and like a baseball guy a baseball boy a baseball boy yeah, a baseball boy but he's not the baseball bat killer boy but it's just interesting how it's baseball related um but yeah the voice actors are doing their thing um yeah, oh yeah, it keep, and then it keeps switching between that, like kind of, we've kind of find out that it, it seems like they're flashbacks. I don't really understand time, but I think that these are all flashbacks. Um, And then it flashes to the um, production coordinator guy, who's kind of a fuck up, in his car, and he seems to be driving somewhere, and he feel, and he has like an important mission that he cannot stray from, that he can't fuck up. And he has the episode, the finished episode that needs to air um, sitting next to him, which that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, if, if an episode needs to air, it's not going to show up like the day it's, you know what I mean? Like right on time. Like you need it like probably a couple of days in advance. And like the, like in order to show promos of it and stuff too, like, I don't know. Well, you get you, you make the promos before it's finished. Yeah, but you wouldn't get, I don't think you would get your show even scheduled if they didn't have their hands on the tape. Like, I don't know. I think what we learned through this episode is that the reason it's so delayed is because people on staff keep getting murdered. Yeah, that's true. Extenuating circumstances. Also, he's not even supposed to be the one delivering the Well, a lot of people tape. mysteriously get hurt. But he got fired. On this yes. show. Staff. Yeah, well, and the the frame story is like he's driving in the rain to deliver this tape, but the reason why he keeps flashing back, I think, is because he keeps nodding off behind the wheel, mm. uh, which was really anxious to watch. I did not like seeing him almost fall asleep over and over. Did you guys notice? Sleepy driving is dangerous. It's very dangerous as someone who's fallen asleep while driving, I can tell you. Um, did you guys notice uh, the Bat Boy skating up on him in the, the first time? Because it's like eventually he skates like right up to his window, but like a few car scenes earlier, you see him in the rearview mirror skating. Yes, thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. So the first one to get hurt is a the writer is in an accident. I didn't take super detailed notes, but let's see. At one point, he trips over the a computer. Sh- Shonen Bat attacks an episode director. Uh, the animation director is is uh, the woman that he uh, walks in on. She's dead at like a computer monitor or something, but like he didn't he didn't actually notice that she was dead. Yeah, so he just left shit or picked yeah. up shit from her and was like, "Keep up the hard work." He thought she was sleeping. 
Yeah, a bunch of the animation people were killed. He's fired, and then he steals the tape and goes. That's th- those are my notes because I didn't take super detailed notes here. So, um, I thought it was interesting all the different um, jobs that they show, and then they're ki- I guess they're all killed by Shonen Bat, right? And then Shonen Bat is going after him. Is that what happens? I thought he was killing all of them. He kills at least one. Oh, he does kill. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He kills the after he gets fired, he kills somebody. Right? The mm. the the timeline of it is confusing to me because they oh. keep jumping back it jumps and forth. Around. Cuz the thing is is the idea is that we find out that when he's driving, he's already killed one or more people, right? Oh, wait. Who is he or killed? Am I, am I wrong? I thought he only I only remember maybe I wasn't because I, I, I just feel I, I like know. there's a scene earlier where he shows up and he and he like has his head down and he has like they, they like open the case and it's too late or they're disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. But then it seems like, oh, that's not really where the driving in the rain frame story ends. That 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 frame story ends later and it's not the same outcome. I don't remember. Wait, what do you mean? I don't know. Oh, that was a dream. I think that wasn't real. Oh, OK. You mean like where he was late and he fucked everything up? Yeah. I don't think that was real. I think that was like kind of a dream of something that didn't happen. And be- But like the car crashes and he dies, right? Like he dies at the end of this episode in the car. So he never makes it to deliver the tape. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The, and the reason he has the tape is because he kills his boss who fires him. Yeah. Yeah. His boss fires him and then he kills the boss. But... I don't think he killed everybody because at least the animation director, he seemed to not know she was dead. And you would know that someone was dead if you killed Yeah, her. that's true. So True. All right. Cross one off his list. I think Shonen Bat is killing most of them. Um, but everybody seems to like not really... I guess, I guess it's like, oh, this person died in an accident. So I guess it's like they don't really realize they're being m- targeted. But... I think it's Shonen Bat. They eventually have like a like on the whiteboard. They have everyone's name, and they're all being crossed out. So it's clearly they eventually know like a bunch of us are dying, yeah, or being put out of commission. I guess Shonen Bat didn't start out killing people. Shonen Bat like the first few victims all survived. They were just yes. like injured. But I don't know. Like why did why did he start killing? He just got stronger. Got better at swinging. Yeah. Um. So that's episode ten, and then episode eleven is called No Entry. Um, it is mostly a woman monologuing to Shonen Bat, who I guess needs to wait for her to finish her story before he can attack her. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. I think he's not used to people not just exhibiting like, fear. Yeah. I think he preys on fear. And so, so he's, he's like, kinda, fine, I'll hear you out. Yeah. And, but but that he like keeps like, he's like, ah, okay. Now, you're, you know, he keeps like, he's like, ah, okay. Now's my moment. Like he thinks that she's done or he thinks that she's like maybe about to express fear or whatever it is. So he like keeps getting ready and then she keeps going and it's like, ah, okay. <laughs> like he has to wait for her to finish or he has to wait for the right moment to strike. Uh, but yeah, he shows up in her apartment and she's like, oh, you're here. Well, let me tell you all about, you know, whatever. Um, I will show you. She says something about how she's, she'll, I'll show you that humans are something about humans. I don't know what she says. I don't remember. But she says something. She's going to show him something. She's going to teach him a lesson. I'll teach you that humans are humane. I'll teach you that I'm more human than human. And it's. Yeah, I think like she preys on people's despair and she's trying to show that she's not despairing, even uh, though oh, yeah, she yeah, should yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says something about hope. So that's. Not cool. that she should be, but like you'd expect her to be despairing. Yeah. Also, Shonen Back gets like older and bigger sometimes. Yes, he grows in size quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about, but he does. When she that. starts to seem more desperate, I think, or seem more negative, then I think that's when he gets bigger. Mm. Like he feeds on it. Yeah. Um. So she talks about, oh, you know, I met this wonderful man and I married him, but I couldn't have any children. And she felt, I guess, always felt guilty about the fact that she could never have children. Um. So she just like devotes herself to him and like is I don't know kind of like whatever her ideal of like a perfect wife or kind of like a servant is because she's always like you know his dinner was always ready and I always drew his bath and whatever whatever like she she kind of did everything for him like um to make up for 
where she felt she was lacking um, and not being able to have any children. Um, and she starts to suspect that she's losing him. Um, I think because he was like working late and stuff like that and kind of it seemed like he was lying or something, right? I don't know. Um, yeah, he wouldn't come home. And there's yeah. at one point, I think he, when like it switches to be his perspective, he's like, oh yeah, one time I had to leave and go on a trip, and when I came back the next week, all the food was still on the table. Yeah. I was like, w- you couldn't call? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I guess she didn't know when he would come home, so she kept making his meals. Um. Yeah, well, it turns... Well, also, meanwhile, while she's doing this, Shonen Bat is, like, taking practice swings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And let's see. Yeah, she tried to be a good wife. Shonen Bat really just wants to hit her. Um, and she's like, your case shattered everything. And that's when we kind of realize, well, at least that's when I realized, because I don't know if you guys yeah. realized beforehand, but that's when I realized like, oh, this is the, uh, one of the de- detectives, the older one. Right, um, Ik- Ikari. Yeah, I didn't realize that before then. Me neither. Because they were showing him in, in like a construction worker kind of uniform. Um. And they know he's the next cop. Yeah, it was like around that or like when they keep telling him he's a cop or something. And then, yeah, when she says your case or whatever, I was like, ah, I see. Yeah, it keeps flashing between her monologuing to Shonen Bat and then cuts to him like just on his work day, like what he's doing at work. Um, and... Uh, yeah, yeah. So her det- her husband was a detective that was on the case. Um, he, oh yeah, there's a, he's teaming up with this like short older guy, and is that guy the guy who was doing the formulas who did time? Because he was talking about like he he's kind of partnering up on a job with this guy, and the guy is like, oh, you locked me up or whatever. Yeah. So um, they're they're both. They call themselves security workers, but I think these yeah. are people who specifically are on construction sites to tell people not to pass or to tell people watch out. They're bringing out heavy stuff and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just like the safety monitors around a construction site. But it what, seems like. But who is that other guy? Who is his partner? Is that the is that the guy with all the formulas or no? Is that the old I guy? Don't I don't think so. so. It's I just think a, it's the guy we haven't met yet. It's just okay. he's just like a petty petty theft. Okay. Like he did a few years in prison. And he knew him from that, and they're both kind of washed out because one has a criminal record and one is a, uh, what is the term for when you're uh, a cop? No, no, no. But when your reputation is bad now, exile, disgraced, disgraced. Thank you, Miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a disgraced cop. So they're both just like, well, we're working in construction, but they're being cool about it. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he said something to the effect of like, he's like, I'm a loser dog. He's like, I'm a Make Inu, but then holding uh, Maromi, because uh, he has, I think Maromi's probably in every fucking episode, if you look. Uh, but he's like, he's like, Maromi is a winner dog. I'm a loser dog. And apparently those are phrases, and it literally translates to like, lose dog or win dog. And a lose dog oh. is one who's lost a fight and has his tail between his legs. Or, apparently it is slang for what we might call a spinster. It is a woman over 30 with no children. Mm. Some people call it a make, un- make inu. Uh, I don't think that's what he meant. Wait, what does it mean again? It means dog. Just a loser. Okay. Or a woman with no children over the age of 30. Okay. Which I think is a very dated term. Anyway. Um. So yeah, she says that uh, as a man and wife, as a husband and wife, we were defeated. He lost his job and we had nothing left. So she's talking about the Shonen Bat case and how like it consumed him and it ended up ruining his career and I guess destroying their marriage. I don't really understand how it destroyed their marriage exactly or hurt their marriage, but um, she starts laughing at Shonen Bat. I don't, she just starts laughing at him and then he bonks her on the head and she just keeps talking. <laughs> I think he like grazes her because she gets like a cut on the side of her face. Yeah. Um, I wrote down, is she just distracting Shonen Bat so that when her husband gets home, he can catch him? That's what I was hoping for. Oh, you know? wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> but then, her, but like, it, I, I kept like, it keeps cutting to the husband and the husband's, and the husband's like, 
oh yeah, I'll catch a drink after work or whatever. And I'm like, no, go home. <laughs> Help your wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he he meets up with that, like they, they do the job together and then he goes to like a, a eat. He goes to dinner with the guy and then I think they go out for drinks or something. Then she tells Shonen Bat, she's like, I will never again wish for death. We can face reality. You are not human and you delude yourself into thinking you're removing people's burdens. Um, so she knows how this, this thing thinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe her husband explained it to her. Or maybe everyone by now knows like he's yeah. going to relieve your burden. It's like a legend thing. And probably cornered. the husband probably still talks about it and thinks about it. You know, I would. I'd be like, oh, you know what? And I think she's like wrestled with these ideas of despair because she's felt it. The detective walks out of the restaurant with the guy and then like the art style changes, but I didn't write down how it changed and I don't remember how it changed, but I know that the art style changed. I I think it gets cutesier. Mm. Less fluid animation and a little less realistic, Mm. kind of cheerier and and silly looking. I don't know how to describe it. Um, But yeah, it is different and I don't know what that means, but it is. And then the young cop shows up at her house, and that's how it ends. The young cop that was hit the guy's partner. Yeah, we think that's who that is. Miles, did you did oh. you recognize that person? A guy shows. It up. is. Okay. It is okay. Yeah, because I think he's in the very beginning when there there's something on TV happening, and then you just see a guy stand up outside of a window. I thought he was a jumper. I thought he was someone who was going to jump off a fucking building, but he has mm. weird goggles on and like a cape, and it turns out that's is his name Maniwa or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So both of these guys have uh, really taken a turn for the worse. Well, they got canned, you know? Yeah, it sucks. Um, go, go, this episode I thought was great. I loved the faces that the detective made. I just found him really endearing throughout. Definitely way more endearing, especially with that goofy-ass helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, he's the one who, during the, like, Dragon Warrior episode where Fox imitation Shonen Bat is, like, explaining all of his battles, he's the, the one who starts singing Kagome Kagome, and I think they, they play the game or we hear the song again in this episode, hmm. and I don't really know what it means other than it's, like, a children's game, maybe, like, Duck Duck Goose, or... Hmm. As they call Duck Duck Goose in Minnesota, Duck Duck Gray Duck. You told me about Duck this. Duck Gray Duck. Yeah. Well, apparently they can do things like they go Duck Duck Gray Goose, Duck mm. Duck Gray Squirrel, and then eventually you hit him with the Gray Duck. I think duck, that's Minnesota. Gradient. Yeah. They taught uh, my son how to play that game at preschool. Duck Duck Goose or Gray so, Duck? Uh, duck Duck Goose. Oh. Okay. I don't I don't really know what Grey Duck is yet. I just told you. It's Duck Duck Goose, but you the person who's the Grey Duck has to chase. I see. So it sounds like Duck Duck Goose. It's the same, except you can do all sorts of fun, you know, red herrings, apparently. Duck Duck Grey Duck. <laughs> mm. Yeah. If you play if you played that game in your life, please write in and tell us about your experience. Yeah, we know we have a lot of listeners from Minnesota. Roughly 50% of our listeners are from Minnesota. <laughs> we, I think we probably have one, right? I feel like we do. We have several. From Minnesota? Prince. For sure we do. Okay. You said Prince? Yep. Prince, Prince does, listens to the show. Prince does not listen to our Prince podcast. Prince is dead. No. That's not true. Prince definitely watches JoJo or should. Uh, from, from the blog Exploded Goat, um... They summarize the animation at the end of this episode as it being like flat and everything sort of old school looking and it's like a simple world and like Ikari ends up apparently chasing a burglar who has like a mm-hmm. big burlap sack full of stuff. Uh, and the, the writer, Kent, suggests says, has Ikari, the detective, succumbed to the very sort of escape that his wife assures Shonen Bat they avoid? I don't know. Hmm, that's an interesting one. So maybe that's what it maybe. is. Now that he maybe. he's all drunk and just imagining being a cop again or something. Yeah, I think I he's just know. drunk though. He's just fucked up. But we don't know. Did what... you see this sh- the shot where it looks like she's uh where she's just in front of his D? 
Yeah, that was pretty suggestive. Yeah. Did he have I don't like think there's I don't think there's accidents on this show. Did he have like a bat in front of a tooth? Did it look like he have a wiener? Or am I just imagining something that's like porn? Yeah, I think he, I don't think it went that far. Is it am I thinking of when I stood up and drew on our television with marker? Yes. Okay, that's it. Um, uh, I didn't like these the other thing I wanted... last time. Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm done. Well, we just oh, okay. We like the episodes. Well, Miles had another thing. Okay. What did Miles have? Oh, the other thing about episode 10 was just like after two jump scares, I would be wide awake and then I would never be sleepy again. Like that man had no adrenaline. What jump scares are you talking about? Like when he was driving his car and he woke up suddenly. Mm. You know, like, I don't know. When that happens to me in the car, generally I have some adrenaline after that and I don't feel sleepy again. It depends for me. Um, When I'd be sort of nodding off and driving. Yeah, it depends. Because one time I was on the Garden State Parkway and I was in the left lane late at night and my car hit the warning track. You know, that like Mm -hmm. bumpy thing. Like yeah, I, I would never go to sleep after that. I remember that happening, but I don't know if that was the end of it. It may have been. But even then, I could still see it as being like, 10 minutes later, I'd start drifting off again. You know, I could, I could see it either way. Um, Because the adrenaline only lasts so long. If you're really, really sleepy. um, Because apparently, like, I, I can't really read Cone's thoughts on this while we're recording because of concentration and the translation is not amazing. But he's saying, like, basically, everyone he knows, like, worked really hard on animation. Like, they all sleep in the office and mm. and eat noodles. And one of the guys he talks about as being particularly hardworking, a guy who also used to work on Ghibli movies, he's like, you should, someone should take the dirt from underneath his fingernails and try to make coffee out of it. Oh, no. Because <laughs> his, his, like, his, like, energy level is just that intense or something that he's able to keep working. Um. So yeah, and and he said like yeah, and it's also based on sometimes you work a lot of hours in a row, and then you have to go driving around outside when you're dead tired. Um, That's bad. And yeah, you shouldn't do it. It's just tough if you have, if you actually are on a schedule, but if you can pull over and nap for even twenty minutes, it makes a difference. Like mm-hmm. if you're tired in the middle of a day, I've actually, I've I've gotten recommended this, and I've tried it both ways. Don't nap for like an hour because then you need like another hour of feeling like shit. Like it really just fucks mm-hmm. with you. But if you sleep 15 or 20 minutes, you feel shitty for like five minutes or so. And then you're like, you're much better. Yeah, I'm a big power nap guy. Yeah. And it won't fuck with your sleep later too is the good thing. Yeah, I only started doing that because Mark suggested it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because otherwise I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. And then I just sleep for like two hours. And then I wake up and I'm like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, my dad my dad did that for like decades of just like he's going to sl- he's going to sleep for 90 minutes in the afternoon and then try and function and it's like mm. that's just it's just not possible. Yeah. Guy worked overnights. And he drove Oof. but never fell asleep. Have you ever driven all night? Uh yeah, in my younger years. In my youth. In the springtime of my youth. We did that twice this summer, driving to to and from Illinois. Uh, did you think it was a mistake both times? No, it kind of worked out because our son was asleep the whole time. Not the uh-huh. whole time, but like most of the time. And that was our aim. And we didn't have to like pay for a hotel room. Ah, there you go. Did but you get to like... It was, it was pretty exhausting. And we, di- and we did nap on the way there at least. Like we pulled over in some random parking lot and snoozed. I was going to ask if you like did that weird, like where you go to like get breakfast at an IHOP or a Denny's and you're like really strangely wired, even though you're way too fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I'll ever pull an all nighter again unless there's like some crazy circumstance. Yeah. Um, But they're not good. We used to do that in, in college all the time. Oh yeah. Working on the student newspaper and we'd, there, some nights, if we stayed up really, really late, we'd go to the diner in the morning, and we like that was always like you just felt insane. Yeah, while you were there, and it's like 
yeah, what was I, I think it was a podcast I was listening to or something, but they're talking about, you just like go talk to people who just woke up and you're like, do I tell them I've been up all night? Can they tell? Can they tell these aren't like clothes that came out of the closet or the drawer <laughs> that I've been wearing these? The uh, worst feeling was I'd get, get back to our dorm and then there was a, there was a girl living above us who did um, crew. Uh-huh. So I'd get in at like four in the morning and she'd be just leaving and I'd be like, our lives are both bad, but in different ways. Yeah. I think your life is bad in that one. <laughs> Like, yeah, she has to get <laughs> yeah. up early, but she's doing, like, she's getting physical shape, exercise you know? and, like, part of a interesting competitive art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would do night shifts at the at the tech center. Well, and I also, yeah, obviously pulling all-nighters, too. But, like, I also worked night shift because you got paid, like, way more um, mm. to work because I worked at the tech center. Um, and so... The tech center in college? In college, yeah, which was fun. I kind of, I was, like, supposed to be the video editing expert, which I did pretty i mean mostly everybody had the same problems like their video like their tape wouldn't ingest or like stuff like that where it's like it's like the kind of basic stuff like nobody had like a how do i do this crazy editing transition like nobody had questions like that it was always just like this thing doesn't work (laughs) you know the tape deck is Um, being recognized or whatever but i also got really good at recovering people's papers you know where like I don't, it would be stuff like, oh my God, like I, you know, I just spent like hours writing this paper and I had like four pages and then like the, the, like, uh, Microsoft office froze or like something happened. Right. And it just like, uh, uh, and like, I got really good at like finding like the temp fold, like looking in all the right temp folders and find and being able to recover like autosave data. Um, and like, oh my God, people were like on the verge of, t- of tears, like, <laughs> cause it'd be like it, cause it was the night shift too. So it'd be people who were like, who got there at like, you know, who had been working for like hours and it was like 3am and they're like, oh my God, do I have to start from the, do I have to redo this shit? Um, and they'd be like, like cr- crying, like, thank you so much. Um, and they were up for like two days probably too. It's easy to cry if you've been up a lot. <laughs> Um, and I, I wish I, I got to do my homework during that shift too, which was oh, nice or whatever I wanted. But like, uh, you know, I, I just had to be interrupted by people who like needed help um, or like to fix a printer jam or something. But like, but yeah, but then I get home at like, I forget what time I got back to my dorm. Like it was like 6 a.m. or something would like my shift would end. It was something like that. It was like six to six or something like that. Um, and then like, I try to sleep for a little bit and go to class and it, like, I was just not functioning for the rest of the day. Um, uh, but I, like, usually my classes were pretty late, so I was able to get a couple hours of sleep. Um, or I, or I skipped class so yeah, I can get people, the extra People money. are just like not really wired to do night shifts. Like someone's got to do it for a lot of these things, but yeah, it's just tough because really you should just be sleeping during the day with like, you, you can't really socialize with people until maybe maybe the afternoon i don't know um so oh, i was just gonna say that i miss some of those late nights studying but like i have like every time i want to be fond of them it's like tough because that point in my life i've i ended up failing out of college like i just dropped out because my gpa was awful so like i don't even know why i bothered but it was fun that like sometimes you just be up all night and your friend needed to study because they had a final and you'd hang out and then you'd fall asleep in the tech center overnight Mm -hmm. so many times i was like this place should have a shower it's like god damn i would love that yeah well i did an internship in college at a newspaper where i worked like the production shift so i'd come in at like three or four and like like lay out the newspaper and we'd leave it like whenever it was done basically which was like around midnight usually oh that's not bad and uh this was in college so like People did hang out with me after. Like, you would hang out with me after. <laughs> yeah. But that was actually a great shift because no one would hang out with me during the day. So I just, like, I just, like, ran and, like, exercised. Like, I got in pretty, I was in pretty good health because I had no social life except super late at night. And it was fine if I stayed up really late. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I me- I wanted to mention is when I was doing retail tech support, when they opened a Manhattan store, they had an overnight technician and you get paid like double or something crazy. And it was like, I was down to do that 
But then I was also like, can you imagine what kind of people bring in a fucked up computer at like <laughs> two in the morning in New York City? Mm. Probably some of the craziest shit ever. I mean, probably mostly just like businessmen coming from abroad who are assholes. But I bet there's also a lot of psychos. Because let me tell you, there's a lot of psychos during the day. Not counting me. Um, you just got a lot of very interesting attitudes and at night it must be just on steroids. Well, uh, did you take that job? No, I don't think there was an open slot or anything. And uh, oh. it was weird because uh, by that point, I don't... I don't know if Jackie and I were married or if we were just dating, but it was a little like, well, okay, I'm going to throw out a lot of social time if I work overnights. Mm -hmm. But also money. You didn't want to date a vampire, Jackie? No. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Miles, The Holdovers is a decent movie. It was okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really recommend it. Good performances. A little good, long. Good performances. I watched Devil in a Blue Dress last night and I liked it a lot. You're on your Denzel shit, huh? Uh, Actually, no. I haven't seen enough Denzel, in my opinion. Oh, I feel like an episode or two ago you were talking about that, but... Well, I was thinking about watching more Denzel and I've started now. Have you seen Fallen? No. It's a thriller, so it might be... Too spooky, five you. Um, but it's pretty good. Okay. From what I recall, it's been a long time. I think I watched Fallen, uh, with one of our old high school friends. Off. That's mm -hmm. that's one of the ones that I remember we did through OG Netflix, where he was like, "You should come over. I'm getting this and this. They're coming in the mail." That's what Netflix was. A simpler time. Simpler times. I would sign up for that again, like today, but they don't have it anymore. If they had like Blu-rays with features and it was a movie I was really interested in, yeah, sure. No, but now you run into this issue where like you have to, it has to be on the right network to watch the thing that you want. Yeah. And now like the idea of just like, I'll, like you pay a subscription and, and I'll, I can get any physical DVD I want is appealing. Well, I mean, it's still possible through retail. Not so much rental, but if you just go to any retail place that sells this stuff, it, you know, fuck studios. Fuck production Ooh. rights and all that crap. You just get it. Unless it's Mountain yeah. Dew, in which case Baja Blast is only sold at Taco Bell. Mm. It's going to be in bottles, I think, briefly this year. So anybody wants to ride the wave, you know, okay. set a reminder we're off topic. Yeah. It was going to be a short one, but what do you expect with two episodes? Um, I normally don't like filler episodes, but I liked, I like, I like this show's filler episodes. Not filler, but like, I don't know, these kind of side episodes that don't really need to exist, I feel like they're really fun. Yeah, I think that really annoying people will tell you that filler episodes refer to when the TV anime has to stall to catch up with manga chapters that need to come out so they can adapt them okay well what should i call this then side quests well what do they call it in in, in like x files they have like canon episodes or something i forget what the term is mm. that people use but where they're like there's these episodes that are good and they drive like what's happening at the division and who's the cigarette man and blah uh -huh. blah blah but then yeah everything else is like monster of the week mm -hmm. but a lot of those are good right the yeah. brian cranston episode is great uh that one that's like virtual reality I, that fucked me up as a kid. Someone's arms get chopped off. Um, but yeah, I think this show is going to be one where Satoshi Kon and his band of merry men are going to make a weird, cool thing, be it uh, 23 minutes or yeah. longer. But it's like, I'm in suspense. Like, I want to know what happens. <laughs> and then it's like, we're probably like, we, we, we see the young guy, the young detective at the end of this episode. I don't know if the ne the next episode we watch is going to have anything to do with I think it has to at this point. They're too close to the end. Okay. Uh, I, by the way, this is for whatever reason. I, it's like this is like True Detective, but like a weird anime. I don't know. I just think of True Detective. Yeah. All right. Or I hope it gets there, like that they actually try to solve the case. You know. Oh yeah, which we're going to be able to watch uh, after we get off. I this think call. they will. I think they're going to get to the bottom of this. 
Well, a bunch oh. of people in the Reddit thread, the the Paranoia Agent 20th Anniversary Rewatch, a few people are like, there's going to be fucking live action by the time we're done. They're like, mm-hmm. the last episode's probably going to be all live action. I don't know if they'll really do that, but I wouldn't be surprised if the episode ends with a big zoom out and everyone's living on a golden bat, like instead of the planet Earth, they're just on a (laughs) a giant colossal bat boy bat. God, I would love that. Was one of you about to say something and I cut you off? Uh, No. Well, I was going to be like, oh yeah, true. Because I I got confused for a second when you said we can watch that. I was like, watch, oh, the true detective. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right, I guess that that's it for us, folks. Um. Yeah, next week I don't know if we're gonna if we need to finish Paranoia Agent next week because we did get a Patreon pick. Okay, so what are you watching? What next is week? it? What is it? Is it more Gundam? It's more Gundam. Ugh. Wait, which one? Turn a Gundam. It's a different Gundam. It's a different Gundam. Okay, maybe this will be oh the one that I like. And I don't yeah, think it's Tomino. So many times, Jackie. What is it called? Turnkey Gundam? That's pretty good, but it's Turn A Gundam. Okay. Turn Around Gundam. Uh, oh, it was directed by Tomino. Okay, but it's 99. Oh, some of the character designs look pretty sweet. If you just look it up and look at like the Wikipedia, there's like... No the, way, the, I won't do it. The big Gundam has like a mustache. He looks like fucking Dr. Robotnik. And then they got some femme-looking people. I'm interested. Uh, yeah, so next week we will be talking about... Turna Gundam, I think it's pronounced. Um, Yeah, we'll be talking about the first three episodes of Turn A Gundam. Watch it somehow. I haven't figured out how we're going to watch it yet. Uh, If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. If you want to email us, you can email jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We have a Discord. It's a very nice, small community. You can join that by looking at the description of this podcast episode in your podcast app on Twitter. We are at JJBpod. Uh, And that is it. Good night, everybody. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. Stay awake. Okay, bye. Bye.